1: Hello and welcome to This Day Rocks from Vintage Rock pod, the ultimate classic rock podcast with a new episode released every single day. I'm Paul Stevenson, thanks as always for hitting play. Now today is January the 28th and on this day in 2014, at a press conference, all four members of Molly Crew signed a cessation of touring agreement, which prevents them from ever touring again after 2015. Yep, that's right, it successfully prevented nothing as the band went on to tour last year and will continue this year as well. On this day in 2016, in a weird, sad twist of fate, two original members of Jefferson Airplane die on the same day. Senior Anderson, who was replaced by Grace Slick after the first album, and Slick's former partner, Paul Kantner, both sadly died on this day and both aged 74. Someone else passing away on this day was traffic drummer Jim Capaldi. Jim sadly died of stomach cancer, aged 60. On this day in 1968, during a tour of Australia, members of the Small Faces and The Who are escorted off their flight from Adelaide to Essendon for bad behaviour. They were drunk, being rowdy, and were using very bad language, leaving two of the flight attendants in tears. A few years earlier, though, on this day in 1965, The Who were thankfully behaving much better as they made their UK TV debut on the show Ready Steady Go. They were promoting their single, I Can't Explain. But for today's main show, we're going to remember a time when America's leading musicians united for a special cause. Yes, on this day in 1985, the great and good of the musical world gathered in a studio in L.A. to record We Are The World. Inspired by the Band-Aid charity hit Do They Know It's Christmas, the likes of Bob Dylan, Bruce Springsteen, Paul Simon, Tina Turner and more got together to leave their egos at the door and record the song that would make millions of dollars for famine relief in Africa. Now with me to dive deeper into the who, what, where, why, and when of this whole thing, are 80s experts, returning to the show, always good to have them on, Dave and Holly from the What Difference Does It Make podcast.
0: It was Harry Belafonte's idea, originally, and he went to Ken Cragan to help him out with this, and they got support from a whole ton of artists.
3: Yeah, Ken Cragen is Lionel Richie's manager, right?
0: And Harry Belafonte, he managed also, and he was a high-powered artist manager
3: he was the one responsible for hands across america wasn't it yes that crazy crazy where everyone was supposed to hold hands from california to new york
0: so they called this project usa for africa you might think it stands for united states of america but it actually stands for united support of artists for africa
3: that's a fun fact yeah the american music awards was on that night they're like all right right after the show we're going to record this song Lionel Richie had a lot to do already because he was the host of the American Music Awards. After that hard work, now we got to record this song with uh, how many artists? It was like uh,
0: 45.
3: With 45 of your favorite artists from 1985.
0: We should mention that Quincy Jones is the one that produced the song.
3: Yes. Uh, it was also written by Michael Jackson and Lionel Richie.
0: And so when the artists started arriving at the the studio to record after the American Music Awards, each artist was greeted with a sign, you know what it said?
3: What did it say?
0: <laughs> it instructed every artist to check your egos at the
3: door. Makes sense. Which is might be a reason why it's all your favorite artists except for Prince. Based on what when, no, Wendy, you have Wendy and Lisa in The Revolution. She said that Prince just did not like the song at all. He was like, I don't want to be a part of this.
0: Do you think it was a slight? He was actually supposed to sing with Michael Jackson on We Are
3: the World. Right. So if you can't get Prince, who do you have substitute for Prince?
0: Who sang for Prince? It
3: was Huey Lewis who, <laughs> who came and it's like, I'll do this. So Huey Lewis took Prince's part.
0: <laughs> that is a very good choice.
3: Yeah. Okay. So of the 45 artists, one was not included in that list. We know uh, Princeton show up. We know Eddie Murphy decided not to do that. He realized later on yeah. that he made a mistake. Who else is missing?
0: I know who's missing. Who? Madonna. Why? I don't know.
3: I read an interview with Niall Rogers who said she was not invited. She was not invited. Oh, 1985, because who knows? Leave your ego at the door. I don't know. She was too pop. I, don't, I really don't know. Where, you know, Kim Carnes is a bigger artist than Madonna or, you know.
0: That is a slap in the
3: face. (laughs) It was. was. So at Live Aid, when it came time to sing We Are the World for the finale, Madonna was there. She sang with the Thompson Twins. She did her own solo thing. She left before they sang We Are the World. She's like, I'm not going to be a part of this. Oh, Yeah. Did you watch the video?
0: Yes, I did. All
3: right. So at the beginning, they show the signatures of everyone. Mm -hmm. There's one where it's a fingerprint. Who did the fingerprint signature?
0: Feels like Stevie Wonder?
3: That is correct, Stevie Wonder. The song ended up selling very well. Do you know how many?
0: Uh, how many copies? No.
3: It sold in excess of 20 million copies. It's the eighth best-selling physical single of all time.
0: Oh, physical single. That doesn't even count the downloads? Well,
3: in 1985, there or were streams. no downloads.
0: Yeah, but it could still be. Uh, if you're streaming it now, isn't the money still going to
3: I believe so. USA for Africa? Yeah, I mean, if you look on the YouTube video, it gives a a website which was not existent <laughs> in uh, 1985. All right, we are the world, January of 1985. Thank you, Holly. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Paul of the Vintage Rock Pod.
1: Check you later. Over and out. And a big thanks to Dave and Holly for their brilliant, irreverent look at We Are the World, which was recorded on this day in 1985. Please check out their podcast for more fun and great interviews. Just search for What Difference Does It Make on your podcast app now. They are also part of the Pantheon podcast family, just like Vintage Rock Pod. So show them some love. And that's it for today's episode. I will, of course, be back tomorrow with more on this day rock goodness. So until then, take care.
0: This episode is brought to you by Snapple.